Hello, and welcome back to the uh, the Surprise Lake Middle School uh, Principal's Office podcast. Um, took a little break as the beginning of the school year was happening, but we are ready um, for somebody that hasn't done it yet. That's the amazing, That's right. super fantastic Mr. Kratzig. So, first question is, introduce yourself, background, and time in our district. All right, well, uh, my name is Robert Kratzig, and this is my seventh year in the five school district all of that time at surprise lake and this is the actually the only place i've ever taught so i got hired here right out of college um to teach sixth grade social studies did that for six years and now doing connections for seventh grade uh, i've done asb for this is the sixth year i guess for asb so, so you didn't year. do it in your first year i didn't no i didn't miss krieger that. did it oh yeah, yeah i didn't know miss krieger yeah. did it but yeah so she was the first year and then uh, mr stevens and i took it over and had it ever since. So uh, background-wise, I went to Western Washington University in Bellingham for both my bachelor's and master's. And uh, you're leaving out the key detail that you were a farmer. I was a farmer, yes. Grew up on and you farm. were on four, in 4-H, which yep. is a very exciting connection that we have. <laughs> uh, 4-H uh, president, FFA president in high school. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. Um, okay. ASB vice president in high school. I still have the gen- I still have my my ASB sweatshirt nice. my, I like to wear it around on spirit days but I was also an ASB vice president I was pretty much vice president at everything really yeah, well, that was kind of my kids, gig so yeah. that was yeah that uh, was the four thing. kids that's nice <laughs> okay so we'll carry on when did you decide to work in education uh, that's a great question and I, I keep like thinking trying to think back and pinpoint what it was and I really just I don't know because I know that when I was in middle school I was it was architecture that's what I wanted to do was be an architect. And at some point I realized I couldn't draw and that drawing was going to be a prerequisite to be an architect. But so I kind of gave up on that dream. And then every any moment after that, it was just like I knew it was going to be education. Um, but I don't really know why. It just clicked huh. for me. But I, I had a lot of debate of what I was going to do. I thought I, for a long time I thought I wanted to be a counselor, like, um, like Mr. Rector. Um, and then was debate between language arts and social studies, and then I, I had a really great um, social studies teacher in high school, and I kind of was like, that looks like fun, so mm-hmm. I think I'll do that. Isn't that cool? Like, I always think about, like, the, uh, um, there's really only two, re- like, when you decide what you want to be a teacher, it's either a really great teacher or a really bad teacher yeah. that make you do that. My <laughs> wife was, like, that's why she was a science teacher, she had a really bad science teacher. She's like, I know I can do better. Yeah. So, um, Improve that experience for the kids. Yeah, you mm-hmm. bet. Um, okay, one thing the students would be surprised to find out about you, other oh than that you were the, uh, the president of 4-H <laughs> and FFA. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, sometimes I feel like I'm an open book, and the kids just like know everything about me, and then all of a sudden they'll go, wait, you have a kid? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't, what, you don't, why do you not know that? Like, I feel like I tell them all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, I think that there were many that were surprised to realize he was even married, and then Mrs. Kratz, of course, shows up this year, and they're like, wait, I didn't even know you were married. So... I don't know if that bodes well for me uh, when she listens to this, but <laughs> I uh, I don't know what they would be surprised to find out about me. I don't know. I think a lot of people are surprised that I'm only 30. I think people are like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Somebody asked me the other day if I was going to have a grandkid in 10 years, <laughs> and I was like, ah, well, my son will be 12, so let's go with no. <laughs> Uh, you know what? That's true. You could probably uh, you could probably pass for fifty. You could yeah. probably pass for like mid twenties. I know one yeah. of those. Yeah. yeah. So, so you have that very. I think my age would be the thing they're surprised. A lot of times they'll say they don't believe me. You know, I got to tell you, I'm very disappointed in your answer on that okay, one. It's re- usually, I mean, I let you prepare a little. Bit. I mean, <laughs> you did. There yeah. was all of about three minutes. That's true. Um, yeah. 
Okay, what makes a good day at school for you? I would say that a good day for me is a day, and this is probably surprising to any student listening to this, but a day is when I don't have to talk very much. I like when, <laughs> you're already laughing, um, when I always think that if the kids are doing the talking, that's a good day for me because I feel like learning is conversation um, amongst students, between students, even sometimes to themselves. But um, if I have a day where I have to get up and really lead something or you know just talk and talk and talk at them, I always feel badly about that because I'm like, I, the, the meat and potatoes of it is them talking to each other. And so I, when I can facilitate those opportunities, I always leave at the end of the day going, yeah, I got, I got it for the day. Um, so to me, I, I just kind of like to get up and be like, here's what we're doing. Dive in, go, and then just kind of bounce around the room and have those small conversations and observe what they're discussing and talking about as opposed to me like preaching at them. I don't want to. Yeah, you know, I don't like I, those kind of days. I know exactly what you're talking about. Back in the day, you know, uh, teaching construction, I, you know, I remember just distinctly the feeling of when I would, uh, I'd have my Chicago Bears mug full of coffee, and I'd be out there working in the thing with the hard hat on, and the kids would be boom, boom, boom. And the most exciting, one of the coolest things, either observing a classroom or when I used to teach, is when a kid asks another kid a question when you're standing right there. Yeah, like I, that to me, I go, that's exactly what you're getting at right mm-hmm. there. Is that. Like kids are engaged in their own learning, and they can—they're like they're exploring it themselves. And right. I think that's the deepest part of learning. So, uh, uh, what is the best thing about being a teacher besides getting to work with me? Well, that uh, yeah. I don't have an answer now. <laughs> that was it. Okay. Um, no, What's the second I, best thing. <laughs> the second best thing about being a teacher, I, I would say, like being impressed by the students. Like I feel like there's. There's so many opportunities throughout throughout every day, but certainly over the course of a year where I'm just impressed by either their thinking or their thoughtfulness or, or the work that they do and just, you know, getting that opportunity to, um, to see them grow, I guess. I, I think there's that. And then I also think like just the, um, you never know what's going to happen. You walk in the door, you have a plan. You know, the plan mostly usually goes okay, but there's always the sidetracks. Um, and I think about, we were having the conversation yeah, today about, I was just thinking about this, this, you know, yeah. I have friends that work in office, you know, cubicle jobs, and, and I'm like, gosh, that must be so boring to just sit there all day and just day in, day out, do your thing. I mean, maybe it's peaceful, but... Um, I just don't, I just, I couldn't see myself doing that. That's actually not what I was thinking of. I was oh. thinking of the story that we were talking about this morning about the three avid kids and things that oh, suck. Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's tell, tell the story. story. Okay. Yeah. But don't so, take too long. Okay. We're already at seven minutes. <laughs> All right. Um, so I, Mr. Bettis and I were talking about this morning about we did an activity in Connections the other day um, called Things That Rock, Things That Suck, which I actually got from our district ed camp a couple years ago. They had that as a session that I went to. And so uh, I was doing it with the kids. And the general idea is you have to choose how you feel rock about a topic. Does it rock? Does it suck? Or is it somewhere in between? And I had put up... Um, the homework and I first of all I was surprised that any kid thought homework rocked I, I just figured it would be all on one side um, but they, throughout the day it was all spread out but I had this kid stand up and talk about how I'm an avid and I think homework's good because it helps us build our skills it helps us review material gives us more practice I had another kid stand up on the opposite side and say, well, I'm an avid and I think that homework is no good because we have plenty of time to do it at school and we should be doing our work at school and have our home time to relax. And I had another kid stand up and say, well, I'm an avid and I'm in the middle and kind of restate both those positions. But it was interesting um, just to get to hear those conversations that kids can have. And it just ties back into what a good day at school is, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the kind of thing that you go, um, you go home after that day and you're like, yeah, 
Yeah. Like, that yeah, was good. Yeah. That was cool. That's so. a great part about being a mayor, married to an educator, too, is you, like, you can feed off that and you get super excited. This is yeah, happening this in school happened, today. Yeah. And, yeah. But then yeah. sometimes you have to kind of go, like, let's not talk about school right now. <laughs> uh, we don't do that as much. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> no. The bulk of our conversations. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, yeah, for us, yeah, too. It's yeah. going to fall apart if we, yeah. uh, <laughs> we lose that. Uh, what is the last book you read? So I, w- I, I can't think of the title of what it was, but I know that it was about um, your teeth are not for biting other people because uh, we're having a little trouble with that with my son in daycare. He likes to express his emotions via teeth. <laughs> and uh, sometimes with us too. So we, um, Mrs. Krasick found a book at the library about, you know, a nice cute little book about don't don't bite anyone, please. <laughs> we don't want to keep getting the calls about so your, your son has bit someone. You got a biter, so. huh? You got a biter. You got a biter. But I, um, I would say for professionally, like I tend to um, read more articles. I would say than than books. Um, and I just was reading to talk to Mr. Niker about it today. I was reading a cool article about um, how just even a little bit of exercise can um, spur the brain to you know, get things moving. So we were talking about how could we incorporate like a lap around the track before we have them do an activity and, and get the you know that exercise in there. So that's kind of my my two sides, my parent hat, and my teacher hat of what the latest things I've read are. Sounds pretty similar, man. I like I I, uh, I tend to you know I, I read articles all the time, and the great thing about articles is that like uh, you know um, and you'll find this more. Um, you know, I got three kids, and yeah, like uh, I was at gymnastics, and I love it when he's close, but when he's on the other side, I'm like, okay, what do I do? So I flip out the phone, I check Twitter, and boom, I can find something. I yeah. go, oh man, this is super cool. So um, you know, having opportunities like that, pulling that out, that 15 seconds. But um, uh, the- what excites you about being in education right now? I think um, everything, is that that an answer? Um, I think that, like, I know talking to people who've been around education for a long time, there's there's always the pendulum swing, right? You know, we go from one side to the other and things change and there's new initiatives. But I feel like right now we're kind of at this this spot where we're really – kid focused and I kind of hope that the pendulum stops and doesn't doesn't swing anywhere from where we are right now because I really like I mean obviously connections right that's a unique opportunity to be able to do that and I kind of like um, being a part of that and just the fact that we are focused on kids and not necessarily scores or you know things that um, have been in the past the focus seem to be not so much anymore I, I, I don't know having been a Fife uh, staff member uh, exclusively. I don't know how much of that is Fife and how much of that is outside of Fife, but um, well, it, I can tell you education just, here, I guess, excites <clears throat> me about that. One of the neatest things that I found uh, when my wife worked at Sumner, and then you know, I, I, like I knew uh, lots of conversation there. I also, um, you know, when I w- went through my master's in administration, mm-hmm. what I found is that the, like the pendulum doesn't swing as far for Fife. Like we, yeah. we w- even in the um, the heat of No Child Left Behind and the heavy focus on scores. We made scores important, but it wasn't the end, be all, end all. Right. We're still about relationships first. So, you know, I think that that's that that is a unique thing to the Fife School District that it doesn't go too far. And I agree with you, the the pendulum swing, and I'd love it to stop because I think yeah. I think you're We're right. I don't think place. that we don't want to get too far away from being making data informed decisions, but. We need to focus on a kid because, you know, if you ask me, in, uh, like, if a kid should, um, by the time they leave Surprise Lake Middle School, should they have a, a good test score or should they be prepared for the, the next stage in their life? Yeah. Like, that, that's a no-brainer question. So, um, good stuff. I'm yeah. on the same page. Yeah. Um, okay. One piece of advice for a student. What would you get? Oh, my gosh. Um, 
I think I would say talking to my maybe talking to myself as a middle schooler like I think I would say get involved um, and build those relationships with your peers and with your teachers and I, and I feel like um, there's a, a lot of kids a lot of kids who do get involved and they're on sports teams and they're in leadership and they're in a club or whatever and then there's lots of kids who, who aren't and I think that um, you know you gotta kind of gotta step out of your comfort zone sometimes and that can be hard and middle school is a hard age for that but um, you know, I always say one of the best things I ever did was try out for the musical my senior year of high school. And I only did it because my friends badgered me into doing it. But it was like probably like my favorite experience other than 4-H and FFA. Um, <laughs> my favorite experience of high school was being in that, that musical. And I got to be an old woman in the musical. You know, that is, uh, you know. <laughs> did you know that? I did not know that you, although I could see it. I have seen your middle school picture. Yeah. I could see how like, that's good casting right there. Yeah, and you know what? On that note, I think that we should probably end this episode of the Spice Lake Middle School Principal's Office Podcast. Thank you, Mr. Kratz. You're so welcome. Uh, so graciously volunteering to be on the podcast. <laughs>